Hey, just a heads up. Today's episode of the News Brief was pre-recorded. For the latest on breaking news around the coronavirus, go to WREL.com. From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, August 7th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Lately, North Carolina has become an epicenter of sorts for the conversation about a coronavirus vaccine, as many companies right here in the Triangle are playing a role in its development. Well, former Glaxo Welcome CEO Bob Ingram played a major role in the Triangle's life science and tech communities for 30 years, and today he's part of a high-level coronavirus task force that's planning ahead for the logistics of delivering the vaccine to the U.S. and the world. Recently, Mr. Ingram spoke with WRAL's Deborah Morgan about how fast things are moving and North Carolina's role in the vaccine race. North Carolina, and more specifically, the Triangle, are centers of hope in that it, we are one of the key three or four centers in America that have a concentration of outstanding academic health centers like Duke, UNC, Wake Forest, all with great teaching medical schools and teaching hospitals. The Triangle itself is the global center for CROs, contract research organizations, obviously led in the past by Quintiles, now IQVIA, and PPD, and a host of others. And then we have a growing uh, biotech community here. And the great thing that we see both here in North Carolina, and I'm proud to say nationally and globally, is unprecedented collaboration between all three of those communities, the academic health community, uh, the government, in this case, uh, NIH particularly, uh, led by Dr. Fauci and the uh, Institute of Infectious Disease, and the private sector, all collaborating, sharing data, sharing thoughts, strategies, And I think it's one of the reasons you're seeing a growing optimism that we can have a vaccine by the end of this year. What is what are you hearing about that likelihood that we could have a vaccine by the end of the year? My my sources and and contacts uh, are increasingly um, optimistic, Deborah. Obviously, there's no guarantees and and, uh, nobody is uh, celebrating yet. But the fact that we now have uh, two and, and I think soon several more of these vaccine candidates of entering phase three trials is really remarkable. It was only a, three months ago that these same vaccine candidates were in phase one. I think it's testament to the commitment and the collaboration of these scientists all working together and literally working around the clock that we now have two candidates and more to come in phase three trials. You have been a part of the high-level coronavirus task force discussions. Can you give us some insight into those conversations? What is the biggest concern or area of promise, for that matter? I think the area of promise is clearly uh, the fact that we now have 25 uh, vaccine candidates in human trials. And again, many of them progressing rapidly through those various phases, phases one, two, and ultimately phase three, which are the uh, large human clinical trials. I think that some of the some of the things that uh, are, are being discussed as far as key things that we must be prepared to address and solve are logistics. When we do get a vaccine approved, we have to be ready to solve the supply chain challenges. And certainly at a macro level, I think there's a growing consensus across all parties 
that more and more we need to bring the supply chain back to America, and that's underway. But in addition to that, when you think about vaccines, you have refrigeration issues, you have logistic issues in terms of just transportation, both in the United States and certainly on a global basis. And I'm proud to say that I think people are not only aware of those issues, but are really working together to put in place plans to address those challenges. Well, we appreciate your insight because you are part of some of the smartest minds who are solving this issue. So Bob Ingram with Hatteras Venture Partners, thank you so much for your time and your insight and all you're doing to try to help save lives. Credit goes to those scientists, Deborah. They're the heroes. Thanks, Bob. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, August 7th, 2020. As always, if you like the news and information you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating, interview, wherever it is you listen. Plus, while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.